This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. Welcome to Furniture Production. We have Laura Rosepka here today talking about the creative for sixties. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Luke. You're so welcome. So, how did you get involved with the Creative Three Sixties? That's a great question. I got involved with Creative Three Sixty probably right around when it started, which was thirty years ago. And, um, but I used to just come for classes back then. Um, it wasn't until the summer of 2020 that I had the chance to start working for Creative 360. Wow. And that's been really fun. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. So welcome. So what do you do at the Creative 360s? So Creative 360 is a pretty unique place because people think that we're for artists, but our real mission is to create places where everyone, no matter how old they are, no matter if they're good artists or not, no matter where they come from, how much money they have, can do something creative. Wow. So lots of things to do at Creative 360 for sure. Wow. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, we've got um, art classes, of course, yes. and we offer them during the day okay. and also in the evenings. And we have um, performances, uh, shows, um, exhibits in our gallery. Uh, we have book talks. Boy, you name it, we've probably done it. <laughs> wow. So, how big is the space at the Creative 360s? Well, that's a pretty exciting question to answer because when we first started 30 years ago, we were downtown. And if you know where the Crepe restaurant is downtown by Ace Hardware, I don't know if you've ever eaten at the Crepe restaurant, well, the original Creative 360 was upstairs okay. from the Crepe restaurant. It was very small. Wow. And then in 2003, Creative 360 moved to Bayless Street into an old church. Okay. And it was about 5,000 square feet. Wow. And just this summer, we moved into another church which is on Jefferson, and it's the old Chapel Lane Presbyterian Church, and it's almost 15,000 square feet. So wow. it's almost three times as big as what we had before. Congratulations. We're super excited about yes. it. So, um, what's the most favorite thing to do at the Creative 360s? Well, it depends on if you're asking what my favorite thing to do or other people's favorite thing to do, um, because we do so many things. I think one of the most popular things we have right now okay. is there's a show we do that's called The Broadway Flight. Oh. 
And I don't know if you've ever heard of like a wine flight or a beer flight, but it's a chance for you to taste maybe three or four different kinds of wine or beer. Well, we do the same thing, but it's with Broadway shows. So what we do is we pick four different Broadway shows and we pick some songs from each one. And then we have a narrator that tells you a little bit about the story of the show. Okay. And so in two hours, you can see like highlights from four different Broadway shows. And all of the singers and actors come from around the region. So um, it's really pretty exciting that we get all of our actors from around here. And those shows are so popular that uh, they sell out very far ahead of time. In fact, wow. we have our next one is in January. And the tickets are already selling really fast for that. Wow, that's really fun. They're super fun. And yes. even if you know, even if you don't like to sit through a long show, okay. it doesn't feel like that because you're just getting like fifteen or twenty minutes of each different show. And you can bring your own food. We let people bring their own snacks and you can bring your own beverages. So and the tickets are only twenty dollars because we want to make sure everybody can come. And if you think about it, that's cheaper than going to the movie. And getting popcorn. That sounds really amazing and fun and exciting. Very fun. Yes. What is the best thing that has happened throughout your history? In all of Creative 360, wow. So one interesting best thing I think about Creative 360 is in Midland there used to be a place that was called the Alden B. Dow Creativity Center. Okay. And it actually was at the place where the Whiting Forest building is right now. Wow. It was in that building. And that organization started to give grant money to people that had interesting creative ideas so that they would get the funding they needed to, to try to make their ideas work. And the two ladies that started Creative 360 were Linda Z. Smith, and she was a dancer, and Cynthia Keefe, and she was a painter. And they got some money from the Alden B. Dow Creativity Center to design a place where there wouldn't be um, all these categories of, well, only painting or only dancing or only acting. They wanted to have a place where while you were dancing, you might be painting and you might be acting and you might be telling a story and everything would blend together in a big creative soup, kind of. <laughs> and. Uh, and so that's pretty exciting that they got that money because that money was um, available to people through the whole country. And that's how we started. And so we've tried really hard to keep that spirit the whole time we've been going. Um, one of the things we do that I think is one of the most important things we do is we offer a series of classes that are called Express Yourself Art Shop. <laughs> and those were designed so that it wouldn't matter um, how much experience you had um, how talented you were, um, whether you had a disability or not, that however, when you came to class, no matter what you were bringing with you, you would be able to be successful. And those classes, um, so those classes will have people of all abilities in them. We have people who, um, we have older people, we have younger people, we have people who have physical disabilities, we have people who have um, cognitive disabilities, we have people who are just retired and are looking for something fun to do. It's a whole mix of super fun people that just want to learn something new. And in fact, that's where I learned how to do ceramic work because I knew nothing about it. And it's the best place to learn because the classes are small and it's really patient and no one expects you to be perfect. No one expects you to be able to know how to do it ahead of time. You just kind of come who you are 
and uh, you leave knowing something new. Wow. That's what Claire 360 is for, right? It's exactly what we're for. Exactly yes. what we're for. So, what does the artist like to do when they paint? So we, I would say the two most popular kinds of painting right now at Creative 360 are painting with acrylics okay. and then painting with watercolors. Wow. And I think people like acrylic paint because it's easy to fix. Okay. Um, it dries really fast. And if you make a mistake, which we always say in art, there are no mistakes, just happy accidents. Um, but if you make something you don't like, you can always paint over it with white and you start over again. And so if you're just learning how to paint, it's a great way to get very brave with your painting because you know that even if you mess up, you fix it. Wow. Um, I think a lot of people like watercolor because it's um, inexpensive. Watercolor paints aren't very expensive. And even the ones like that you buy for kids to use at school, they're just, they're good paints. So you don't have to spend a lot of money. And, um, the look of it is just so unique, right? Because it's always just got interesting textures and the way the paint runs. And I think there's a lot of interesting things you can try with it. What's funny though, I think, is that watercolor is really hard to fix. So I think it's really interesting that the two most favorite kinds of painting right now are the ones that's easiest to fix and the one that's hardest to fix. But maybe when you do watercolor, since you know you can't fix it, you figure, oh, you just might as well go for it and see what happens. Wow. That's really amazing. So, what is the most popular show in Creative 360s? That, you know, it's changed from year to year throughout our 30 years. Um, but one um, show that has stayed popular for us is we do um, these shows that are old-time radio shows. So, what we do is we... Um, do a play just like you would have heard on the radio back in the 1940s. But we have the actors that are in front of the stage and they dress up like it's the 1940s and they do the sound effects like it's the 1940s and they do the commercials, the old style commercials, and people really like that. But I would say right now that Broadway flight show that I told you about is probably our most popular show wow. right now, for sure. So where can I learn more about Creative 360s? Well, there's a lot of ways. We always love when people just stop in because we're so proud of our new building that we love to show people around. And sometimes that's the best way to learn about us is just to see everything we have. But we also have a website, and okay. it's um, the words Be Creative, so B-E Creative, and then the number 360, and then .org because we're nonprofit, and so we get a .org at the end. And anyone can come. Our gallery is free. Our library is free. Um, a lot of our events are free. We have free jazz concerts. We have free big band concerts. We have um, just a million different things that you can just drop in and see. And we also have a newsletter that you can sign up for on the website. And that'll tell you everything that's happening every week. Well, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for letting me share my love of Creative 360, Luke. You're so welcome. So that was Laura Bosepka and... My name is Luke Jabright of Facebook Connection, signing off. Hi, welcome to Free to Work Connection. This time, we are here with Ed Donor talking about his hands auto care. So, welcome to the show. Thank you, Luke. Really I'm great so to be with you today. Thanks yeah. for having me. 
So how did they get involved with his hands-on care? Okay, it's a great question. It goes back over 10 years, okay. actually about 11 years ago. We helped wow. change. Yeah, we've been doing this a long time. So yes. we helped change the oil okay. in 35 single moms' cars. And it was an event that Family Life Radio put on, and we were part of it. And after the event, what happened is six of those 35 cars were condemned. Okay. And what that means is that we told six single moms, your cars are unsafe and they're not worth fixing. Wow. Um, that broke my heart. Oh, that's sad. And I didn't, um, I just thought we have to do something about this. Yeah. So we, I actually went to garage after garage around the area and I just said, if I bring people and mechanics and tools, can we use your garage to help more people? And everybody wow. said no. So we started our own garage. So that really did affect you? Well, it's been life-changing, um, not just for me, but for a lot of people, because we've worked on a lot of cars in the last 10 years. Yeah. We've worked on 17,000 cars. Wow. People around town need transportation. And the problem is, is when they have to have their car repaired, but they don't have the money for it. Wow. And so what we did is we started the garage and we charge um, much less than anywhere else. And we do that so that we can help people stay in their cars because people need their cars for transportation, for work, for school, for going to the doctor, for getting groceries. People need their cars. Wow. But it's one of the most expensive things in their budget. And yeah. so we try to make the unaffordable affordable. Wow. We, we care for a lot of people that are living in their cars. About two to three times every single week, we meet somebody living in their car and they bring their car to us because it needs repair and they don't have the money for it. Wow. And so the church, because the garage is in the backyard of the church, okay. the church helps to pay, to pay for those repairs. Wow. So that a person can keep living in their car, that's all they have. Okay. And now we make it safe for them. Wow. And we make it safe at an affordable price for them. Wow. It's pretty incredible. Yes. What kind of car repairs do you do in the garage? Okay. We do all repairs except for transmissions. Okay. Transmissions are a little bit more um, difficult to do. Um, they're a lot more time consuming. So we'll do engine repair, we'll do brakes, we do mufflers, I mean we do shocks, struts, electrical, we take engines apart, we replace engines, uh, we do everything except for transmissions. Wow. That's amazing, that's incredible. Yeah. What you can do. Well, I'll tell you, Luke, where it really gets amazing about yes. what we get to do okay. is that sometimes people come to us and they don't know what's wrong with their car and we condemn their car and we tell them, I'm so sorry to tell you, but your car is unsafe and it's not worth fixing. Wow. And their world just collapses because they're like, I'm going to lose my job. I got to get to work. What am I going to do? And we're like, just a minute. See, the other part of the garage is that we're a car dealership. Okay. So that means we take and donated cars, we fix them up, okay. 
and we sell them for what we have into them. So let's just say somebody donates a car and we fix it up, it costs us $400 to fix it up. We'll probably sell that car for about $500. Wow. And the value of those cars, like today, is about $4,000 to $5,000 of value that we sell for $500. That's a lot of money. And so yeah. people are able to afford a car, but here's what we get to do. Remember okay. that story about somebody who we looked at their car and we condemned it? Um, this is what we get to do for them. Wow. When they start to cry, we're like, come with us. We take them outside to the parking lot. And if we have a, if we have a car, which we oftentimes do, um, we were actually able to put them in a different car for about $23. Wow. So people get to buy a car, and $23 is just for, they have to pay for a new title with the state of Michigan, and we have to transfer their plates, and that costs $23. Wow. So people drive out, oftentimes, with a $4,000 car, and they paid for it with their old car, which is now junk, and $23, and they drive out with a new car. Wow. That's life-changing. Yes, it really is life-changing. Yeah. So, what is your favorite memories about Hands Auto Care? Well, some of those favorite memories are when we get to help somebody get into a car. Okay. And, um, and I do have one, one memory that really stands out for me. It was, um, a car came to us one time, somebody donated and uh, there was a name on the back of the car, and it said Noah. I didn't know what Noah was, so I asked the person who donated the car, I said, what does that name? And they said, that's our child who died. Uh-huh. And they said, could we leave the name on the car? And we said, yeah. Would you like us to tell the new owner about Noah? And they said, yes, please. Well, the very next day, we were working on a car, and we condemned it. it wasn't worth fixing and the woman i was actually in the office and the woman came in and we said we're really sorry but your car's not worth fixing and it's not safe for, to drive and she cried and she said can anything get any worse i said what do you mean she said well my child died two weeks ago and now i don't have a car and the mechanic was with me and he said, um, yesterday we took in a car from a woman whose son died, and we just were working on a car from a woman whose son just died. Yeah, it's really sad. We think that they should have that car. And so we called, I called both of these moms, and I said, would you like to meet? So my favorite memory was these two moms whose two sons had died, got to meet each other, and they hugged. And I'll tell you what, when they hugged, I cried. Oh. It was the most incredible thing to witness. Wow. Really sad and really sorry that those two kids It is very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Two very special people. How can people in Melbourne support hands and all care? 
That's a great question. How can they support it? You know one of the best ways that the community can support it is to donate a car. It's the best thing. Because every week we meet people that need a vehicle, can't afford a vehicle, um, their vehicle is no good, and we're able to get them in a different vehicle. Wow. We've done it over 400 times. That's a lot. That's a lot of cars. Yes. Yeah. So how can we learn more about his hands auto care? I think the best thing is people should stop by and take a look at it. It's an incredible garage. When you walk into the garage and you see the mechanics are busy uh, working on cars. Um, I was actually out in the garage yesterday working on my car and I got to watch all the mechanics working on all these cars in the community. It's pretty amazing. Wow. You just have to see it. Wow, congratulations. Thank you, Luke. And I'm very sorry for the loss of those kids. Yeah, I am yeah. too. Yeah, but at least we get to do something, right? Yes. So that was Ed Donor for Hetzel's Auto Care. And my name is Luke Jimwright with Real Connection. And I'm really sorry for the loss of those kids. That's my name is Luke Jimwright signing off. Hi. Welcome to 321 Connection. I'm here with Nikki Smith talking about the Sharon Tree program. So welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Nice to meet you. You're so welcome. So how did you get involved with the Midland Salvation Army? Well, I got involved with the Midland Salvation Army uh, in 2008 um, as an employee, actually. Okay. And then... Um, from that, we became members of the church at the Salvation Army. I did leave working there for a few years and went into higher education, uh, but I always felt that pull to the mission back to helping people in the community. So I, I came back, and so um, now I'm the community engagement and events director for the wow. Salvation Army, and it feels like coming home. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. So I just threw up the name. Salvation Army. The Salvation Army? Yes. All right. Um, the Salvation Army was founded in 1865 wow. in, in England, in London, England, by William Booth. Wow. And he and some of his followers were going out into the streets of London to help people. Okay. Um, he, he had a church that he that he was the minister from, but he knew there was people out that didn't come into the church that he wanted to hear the, he wanted to share the gospel with them. Okay. So he went out into the streets, but he realized that um, when people's basic human needs aren't being met, it's hard to get them to listen to, you know, the story of Jesus. So he, um, they, if they're hungry, if they're homeless, you know, those needs need to be met first. So he started what was called Soup, Soap, and Salvation. Okay. So uh, we're going to help feed people. We're going to give them a place to live, um, help them get comfortable. And then we can share that gospel and they'll be ready to hear it. So when they were going on the streets doing this, someone said they were an army. They were like an army in the streets, an army of so that's how it became the Salvation Army. Wow. And the name picked up from there. So it is an international organization. So we're across the world, um, each, um, and then throughout the United States, obviously, and then each community, but the Salvation Army in a given community. So here at, in Midland, 
if you donate to the Midland um, Salvation Army or to the Toys for Tots or any of those, it stays in Midland County. So uh -huh. every everything stays here in the community that you give. So it's getting to be red kettle season. So you'll see the bell ringers out ringing their bells at the kettle stands. And if you're in Saginaw and you put money in the red kettle there, you're helping the Saginaw community. If you put it in Midland, you're helping the Midland community. But it's it's great no matter where you put it. <laughs> Just yeah. that's that's the nice thing. And that's I think people like to know that that what you give stays here and helps your helps your neighbor. So how does the sandwiching work? How does it work? Yeah. Uh, there are well it's really a collaboration in the community between the Salvation Army, the United Way, and then a bunch of agencies and schools. So there's forty three agencies that um, register people who they work with who okay. need gifts for Christmas and or students and kids who they think need help for Christmas and, and do. So they register them, ask them for two gifts that they would like, and they put it in the computer system. And then all of that information comes to me and um, we compile it, make sure there's no doubles up. And then we have the tags printed um, and the tags go out around the community at churches, at some businesses, at companies, and people can take a tag and fill the request that the, the, that the person has asked for. So, and they usually have two options and the gift request is like a 30, around a $30 gift request. So this year we have over 3,500 tags. So there's 3,500 of those tags out in the community that are um, individual gifts for people from the Midland community. Wow. Yes, <laughs> program. <laughs> So how are the families chosen to receive those gifts? Okay, they're chosen um, based on need. So, but each of those, the 43 agencies and schools are the ones that register and um, do the pre, the, the application process to make sure that there, that there is a need in their family. So that's really how it works. Um, be, to try to do 3,500 um, registrations with one agency would be crazy. It would take forever. So the fact yes. that all these 43 other places are doing it, um, each of the individually doing it with people they already work with. So that's, that's another really important part of it. If it's a schools, it's students and families that are in their schools. But if it's an agency, it's people and families that they already work with. So they know, they already know that there's a need in that family and then they can register them. Wow. That's really amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes, it is, yeah. It's been in existence over 30 years in Midland, so yeah. yeah, it's a great program. So what is the Toys for Kids program? That's another program we have um, at Christmas time to assist families through the Salvation Army. So um, this Toys for Kids, families come in and register um, who, who are in need again at Christmas time. And there's two avenues they can go into. They can become an adoptive family family, where a group or a company or a church family um, adopt that family for Christmas and find out what they need and give them a meal and everything, give them gifts and a meal. Those that don't get adopted can come into our toy shop. So there's boxes throughout the community for people to put toys in, new, new toys, new unwrapped toys in there or gifts. Um, and there's a, two days that then those families that are registered can come in and we set up all of them in our gym 
at the Salvation Army, and those families actually get to shop. So it's not just here, you take this. They get to shop for what they think their child um, would want or need. So usually they get like two bigger gifts, three smaller gifts, and then there's um, stuffed animals and there's stocking stuffers too. So we really try to make sure that people have a Christmas, have, you know, have those gifts on Christmas Day. To um, senior citizens, um, disabled people can also register, and they get a gift card um, for a meal for like to Kroger's or Meyer. So that's, it's not just kids. That's incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great program too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, this community, I you know, we live in a really great community. Uh, you know that. But at Christmas time, like I feel like everyone steps up and just wants to make sure that that joy is spread to everyone. Sounds like the Salvation Army is a really an incredible place to go to. I think it is. Yeah. I'm a little <laughs> bit biased, but I do think it is. You know, our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ but to, and meet human needs in his name without discrimination. So everything we do in every program that we have leads to that mission and to meet those human needs in, in preaching the gospel well, during that time. Thank you so much. Oh, thank for you. For being on the Rachel Talk Show. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So that was Nikki Smith talking about the story of Jesus Christ and also the Salvation Army. Mm -hmm. My name is Luke Lumberg, Rachel Wong Connection, signing off. This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website cityofmidlandmi.gov MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.